welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Marlacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. If you haven't heard about the Optus customer data breach that happened recently, then I suggest you're probably living like an ostrich with your head in the sand. That's to say that everybody's heard about this and business owners in particular are really on their toes in terms of, has my data been breached? And secondly, what does this mean for my business and what do I need to be doing in my business in relation to the data that I hold? I have been talking about privacy policies and the importance of privacy policies on this podcast and on the resources page on my website where I write a lot. So I love to talk and I love to write, but I've been talking about privacy for a long time. In fact, since the inception of this podcast, to be honest, and what I have to say, and I say consistently, is that privacy policies and the way you treat your data is important for a couple of reasons. One is legally, because you have legal obligations to do certain things. But secondly, it's because you're building trust with your clients and consumers. So when someone lands on your website, one of the first things that we tend to do these days, more so now, given the Optus fiasco, is scroll to the bottom to look for website terms and conditions and to look for a privacy policy. Because as consumers, we're becoming more and more aware that our data that we hand over can be susceptible to hacks. And what the Optus fiasco has done is cause people to think about it or force people to think about it, even if previously they didn't want to. So I've had clients say to me in the past, I'm not going to worry about it because that won't happen to me. My business is too small. No one's going to want to hack into my business database or my cloud storage. I've got a few choice words to say about that, which I won't say on here. But what I really want to say is, really, is that the test? The sticking your head in the sand and thinking it won't happen to me test, and I'm sure I've just thought it wouldn't happen to them. Aren't we as business owners wanting to establish ourselves as professional in our space and build trust with our clients so they can have confidence that we know how to run a business? Being good at what you do is one thing, but being good at running a business can be quite different. So there's two prongs. One is your professionalism and building trust with your clients and consumers, and two is meeting your legal obligations. So in terms of we're now forced to think about privacy because of what's happened with Optus, what do you actually need to be doing in terms of your privacy policies and your privacy safeguards in your business? The first thing I want to say here is, yes, Optus have had a customer data breach. Potentially millions of customers' information has landed in the wrong hands. There's no doubt. What does that actually mean, though, in terms of have Optus done the wrong thing? So having a data breach is one thing. It doesn't necessarily mean there's been a breach of privacy laws. It doesn't necessarily mean that Optus has broken the law. But what Optus now need to do is establish or prove that all of the steps they had in place were reasonable in the circumstances. And their bar is going to be a hell of a lot higher than yours and mine because they are one of the largest telco companies. So they've got a lot more data in their business than what we will ever have. So there's that. But they need to establish that what they had in place was reasonable. Leave aside the fact they've been hacked. (laughs) Leave that aside. That's not for you and I to determine. But what it means is for you as a business owner, you need to be able to establish that what you've got in place is reasonable too. And saying, I don't know, I subscribe to Dropbox is not enough. Or saying, I don't know, I use Google Drive, I'm sure that's fine, 
is not enough. So if you've been following along to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me talk about privacy policies and the Privacy Act in Australia. So if your website has a contact us page, if clients give you data, if you've got an email account where clients are giving you data and information, then yes, your business is holding personal data. So that's enough for you to sit up and pay attention. The Privacy Act in Australia is a Commonwealth piece of legislation and it has some exceptions in there, which means some small businesses don't need to comply with it. But as I've been saying now for three years, my view is that those exceptions will be removed and therefore for two reasons I think that every small business ought to have a privacy policy. So that's the first thing. Second thing, just because you don't have to doesn't mean you shouldn't. So if you do fall under an exception under the Privacy Act, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have one. Like I said a moment ago, you are wanting to build trust and confidence with your consumers. You want them to have trust in you. You want them to be confident that they can safely provide their data to you. You don't want them to have question marks about you because it's so easy to close that web browser page and go and find somebody else. So when we're talking your obligations under the Privacy Act and best practice, we want to make sure that you do have safeguards in place and that you understand the measures that are in place in your business for storing your data. Then we want to make sure that we have a compliant privacy policy available on the website for consumers to see and to meet our obligations under the Privacy Act if they're there. So if you're not exempt, you need to make sure that you are complying with what those obligations are under the Privacy Act. So you might say, well, Tracy, what are those obligations? And that's very easy for me to talk about. There's 13 principles that relate to the privacy obligations, and you can find them on the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner website. It's oaic.gov.au. That's where you'll find the privacy principles. You need to work through those principles to understand which ones apply to you and which ones you need to comply with. Some of them are exempt. Some of them won't apply. Some of them will. This is where working with a business lawyer who knows this stuff inside out to develop your privacy policy is gold. So you've heard me last week on the podcast talk about template documents and why I say DOIs for Bunnings, not for illegals. This is why, because if you go and buy a template privacy policy, you don't know whether or not all of the privacy principles have been ticked off. You don't know which ones actually apply to your business. And you actually then don't know what measures you need to have in place in your business to be doing the things you say you're doing in your privacy policy. I gave a masterclass to a really stellar group of businesswomen last week. And one of them in there asked the question, how much does a privacy policy cost? Because I've been referring my clients to somewhere where they buy templates for $300. And I paused and said to them, my gosh, my heart hurts when I hear that, that people are going out and spending $300 on a template privacy policy to tick a box. They don't understand it. I'm quite sure you're not getting anything great for $300. I'll say that. And you're not then following through in terms of your business practices to safeguard yourself and protect yourself in the event that something happens. And you need to be able to establish that you were doing what is reasonable. You were doing what you needed to do in your business, given the nature of your business, given the data that you hold, everything you have in place is reasonable in the circumstances. And then you can defend yourself if something were to happen. You can't do any of those things if you're working with a template. You just can't. So when you're looking at developing your privacy policy for your business, you want to make sure that you understand it. You want to make sure that you know that it satisfies the privacy principles, that it complies with the Privacy Act. And then you're in a position of strength if ever there's an issue raised and you need to establish that what you've got in place in your business is reasonable in the circumstances and complies with your legal obligations. So once you've done those things, you can be really confident that you have met your legal obligations, that you are running your business consistent with best practice, and you're in a position then to establish trust and build confidence with your clients and consumers. 
We don't know yet what the ramifications are going to be for Optus. It's just too early to tell. There's class actions that have been commenced already. We don't know what penalties Optus may be subject to. But the bigger question is the loss of confidence and trust by consumers. There has been a mass exodus of clients leaving Optus. You can imagine what that would look like. But what we can't measure now is what is the impact on Optus as a business going to be as a result of that loss of trust and loss of confidence and people leaving them. So there's two things. There's the monetary value in relation to the extra scrutiny, the class actions and the penalties, but there's also the loss of trust and confidence by consumers. So what I'm saying here is if this Optus fiasco has taught us anything, it's that as business owners, we can't proceed on the basis that we stick our head in the sand and live like an ostrich. We can't proceed on the basis that it won't happen to me. We need to know what our legal obligations are and we need to meet them, but we need to meet them with pride and with confidence. So that means not using templates and that means taking the time to prioritise your legal documents your privacy policy being one, and making sure that you know what it does, you know what it says, and that the processes and systems that you have in place in your business are consistent with what you've said in your privacy policy. I hope that answers the question for you about what this Optus fiasco means for your business. What I would love you to take away from this episode is if you haven't turned your mind to your privacy obligations in your business, please do so now. If you don't have a tailored privacy policy in place for your business, please get on that now. And if you're not up to speed with exactly what processes and systems you have in place to ensure your data is secure, please jump on that now. If you have questions about any of this, if you want to jump on a call to talk about this, or if you want us to do a privacy policy for you, reach out, let me know. We are always here and happy to help. The link to book in for a free chat will be in the show notes. As always, thank you for sharing your time with me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. I really love bringing these episodes to you and I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoy recording. Thanks so much. Catch you next time.